0: Hello everyone, welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. In today's episode, I'm going to introduce movies that I actually watched myself. And once again, in newly released section, I'm going to talk about two movies that are not from Hollywood. So without further ado, Let's listen to the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about today. Beautiful Mind. Two men with vastly different life stories and personalities embark on a hearse heading south of France. During their journey, they realize that, however unlikely, they're not so different in the end. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is a French movie, Beautiful Minds. When it was released in France, it ranked number one at the box office. The story is based on the friendship between the only handicapped philosopher in the history and the director. This is the very first time that their real-life experience is presented on the big screen. The movie was also written, directed, and acted by them both. The two protagonists are a mortician and a delivery service staff with cerebral palsy. It seems impossible for their lives to cross, but after a car accident, Louis, the mortician, hit Igor on his bicycle. They bump into each other because of this accident, and they accidentally embark on an adventure journey on Louis' hearse, taking a body to south of France. In the beginning of the movie, Louis is a pretty cold person, but eventually, he learns how to cherish this new friend he just makes and this unexpected friendship totally changes both of their lives. Of course, in the real world, the director is not a mortician. So actually, the reality was when the director saw a video of Alexander Julian, who's already a pretty famous handicapped philosopher at the time, director Bernard Campan contacted Alexander himself and surprisingly they became good friends ever since and after 18 years of friendship they decided to adapt their friendship and their story they met each other and make this movie since Alexander is a real philosopher he got a lot of chances to talk about philosophy in this movie so if you like philosophy you will probably find this movie very interesting and even if you are not This movie is a comedy, so you will be able to laugh out loud when you see what happened between Louis and Igor. It's not that kind of movie that will make you cry. I do love it a lot, though there are still some flaws. It's still a movie that you can enjoy. But the next movie we're going to talk about is going to make you cry. Well, I don't know about you, but at least I cried. Let's listen to the introduction. Last film show. When the magic of movies conquers 9-year young Samai's heart, he moves heaven and earth in pursuit of his 35mm dreams, unaware of heartbreaking times that await him. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is an Indian movie, but it's not the kind of Indian movie that you usually see with dancing and singing. This is actually very deep and serious, and I actually cried. The movie is about the Indian director Penellan's love to movies. I can tell you it's super touching. The movie tells the story with light, describing how the protagonist Samai sees everything as light and everything as a scenery compiled with light. The Indian boy Samai usually plays around next to the train tracks. But even though caste is not an important issue in India anymore, his serious father still thinks that there are certain things they can do. Until one day, his father finally takes the whole family to watch a religious movie. And Samai loves the lights on the big screen ever since. He will steal money, skip classes, just to watch movies in the theater once again. He even makes friends with the projectionist. Later on, he uses the lunch his mom makes him to exchange the opportunity to watch movies with the projectionist and learns a lot of movie knowledge in the process. His admiration to movies inspires him to invite all of his friends to put together their own movie dreams. Everything in the movie is very stunning and it pays tribute to a lot of classic movies and masters in the history. If you are a movieholic, you will love Last Film Show. Since I'm not going to give out spoilers, I'm not going to tell you when I started crying. But I can tell you that it was a scene that you can feel how much the protagonist Samai loves movies. And the whole movie just reminds you how you started to love movie at the first place and the time when you first watched the movie. I remember my first movie at the movie theater was E.T. It was not my generation but it was re-released somehow, I forget why and my mom took me and my sister to the movie theater and I started to love movie after that. So I think Last Film Show is really a wonderful movie for all movieholics to watch and remind you what you really like movies for. Before we move on to Top 007 and talk about movies that I have seen and I liked very much, let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3. Morbius There were two top twos last week, Incantation and The Lost City. Top one was The Batman. There aren't many newcomers on the chart this week, but it's shuffled. So let's check it out. Top five, 30 years of virginity can make you a wizard. Uncharted. They're not gone, they're just lost. Top four, Incantation. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the movie. There's a new movie from top 7 to Top 4 this week that has a very low name. 30 Years of Virginity Can Make You a Wizard. It's a boy love Japanese movie. It's based on the very popular Boy Love Japanese manga, so it has a big fan base. It's also a comedy, so if you love Boy Love movies and you'd like to have a good laugh, maybe 30 Years of Virginity can make you a wizard as a good choice for you this weekend. And the other top 5 is Uncharted. This is its second week to come back on the chart. It's still in the theater in Taiwan and I believe it's pretty popular in the US as well. I don't know why it got kicked out of the chart and now come back. But if you're interested and you haven't watched it, you better hurry up. Top 4, Incantation. We already talked about it in the previous weeks for several times. And it was kicked out of top 3 to top 1 this week. I'm guessing that everyone who actually dares to watch it already watched it and that's the reason why the box office is not so good like the previous weeks but it's still a good movie and if you love horror movies this is the best choice for you recently because i don't see any oh there are actually two more but those are not good so if you want to watch some horror movies go check out incantation last but not least the other top four Jujutsu Kaisen Zero the movie, also a comeback one. And the reason why it's back on the chart is because it has been causing a sensation in North America. So you can tell Japanese manga or Japanese anime are very popular in North America as well. See, two Japanese movies from Top 7 to Top 4 this week. But I have to say, Top 3 to Top 1 is Old Hollywood's Domain. Let's check it out. Top three, The Batman. Fear is a tool. When that light hits the sky. Top two, Morbius. You need a doctor? I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. Top one, The Lost City. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's sexiest cover model, Dash McMahon. Okay, there's some shuffle here. The Batman dropped from top 1 to top 3, but we've talked about it several weeks. Morbius ascended to top 2, and I talked about how bad it is last week. So, top 1, The Lost City, I went to watch it on Monday, and I want to talk about it in this episode. First of all, it's an adventure action comedy. If you want an adventure action comedy to be good, You need a villain, a villain is very crucial. And in this movie, actually the villain's useless. He's a weirdo and the millionaire who kidnaps a romance writer. Who would do that? So just by the time you think, oh my God, the villain in this movie is gonna be bad. You see that the crew actually invited Daniel Radcliffe to play this role. Even Sandra Bullock thought that it's going to be very interesting because Daniel Radcliffe has a pair of very friendly and very warm blue eyes so who would think that he's going to be bad? The crew even paid much attention on his style including his costumes and his makeup and his hairstyle making the villain look like someone walking out from a fashion magazine On the other side I think the key that The Lost City is actually funny is because Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, this new group of co-stars on the big screen is super funny. Channing Tatum's character Alan is so different from the character written by the protagonist Loretta. The character Dash is very masculine and has this hero charisma, but Channing Tatum's character it's a cover model, so totally different. And that's how it's very funny. Sandra Bullock personally think that Channing Tatum is very humble, and he knows how to tease himself, makes fun of himself, and is not arrogant at all. So he's very suitable to play this genuine character, Alan, just like playing himself. And last but not least, I want to mention that if you're someone who's debating whether to watch The Lost City for Brad Pitt. I highly recommend you to do it. Because I personally go watch The Lost City because of Brad Pitt. Trust me, his cameo, yes, even though it's just a cameo, is much longer than the one he did in Deadpool 2. And whatever he does in the movie is super handsome. So before we wait until... Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock released their latest film, Bullet Train, in July. You can go watch The Lost City and enjoy some handsome faces of Brad Pitt first. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like all the movies that I recommend because I've seen them already. If you like the show, please share it for us. And remember to tune in same time next week at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.